Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collective volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. This week we read Kaguya-sama Love's War, volume two. Mm-hmm. And my computer was like, you know what I should do? Eat your notes. Um, <laughs> so I had to, well, it did it halfway through. So Okay. I, but I had to re-rank everything and... I had started Kaguya and written down all the characters' names, so I'd have them. So I had to do that again. Gotcha. But I did keep my notes on Shonen Jump, which I thought was okay this week. Yeah. Very divided. Mm-hmm. We'll start with Sakamoto Day's Days 107, Reminiscence, which is Sakamoto flashing back to his dangerous past. Yep. Where he was going to be expelled if he didn't do an assassination good. Yep. And I assume that what's-her-name's aunt died. Yep. And then... And then- he bumps into X, or she bumps into X right at the end there. Yeah. Also, there was a train fight. Mm-hmm. Train fights are always fun. What did you think of Sakamoto days, Kevin? I thought it was fine. Like you said, you know, it's just kind of, all right, Sakamoto flashback to the the three troublemakers that they were. And, you know, they got to, it's, you're expelled. Well, you're not actually expelled. You're, you're going to have to pass this final exam of murdering this guy. And if you do, you pass. Otherwise, you're expelled. You're expelled. And then they're like, oh, but nobody's ever passed this assignment. Yep. And then Teacher Sensei, the the one who died in the present with against Cameraman, was like, ah, oh, don't worry. If the three of them work together, there's nobody they can't kill. Uh, also, exist, they exist in the present, so I don't think they're going to die in a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> well, think- two of them exist in the present. It's true. It's true. That's why I said the other one is definitely yep. going to die in this flashback. Yeah. Yes. Anything else you want to say about Saki Better Days? Nope. That'll take us to One Piece chapter 1075, Labo Phase Death Game, which One Piece continues to be great. Yep. The panel that really sticks out to me is not being like, look at all these diamonds. And he'd be like, you know, those are just like industrial created diamonds for cutting. Like, you can create diamonds. <laughs> You're getting the wrong takeaway from this. Why do your eyes look like that? I just, I really love that. And also, Robin be like, oh, I thought these were all dismembered bits of Vegapunk when they look at the like organs he's grabbed yep. for medical use. Yeah, and Chopper being like, you can grow organs? <laughs> uh, also, the final two panels are amazing. Yes. When CP0 are like, come on, we have to team up Straw Hats and Luffy and Zoro. Fight the f- and Luffy and Zoro have the uh, face. And like, why, why are you making that face? <laughs> Anything you want to add about One Piece, Kevin? Nope. Okay, that takes us to Undead Unluck number 147, Run In, which, like, is fine. Yeah. We, we have we have motivation uh, for this war, I guess. Yeah, a bit of motivation for the war, and then we have, he revealed his name, and I forgot what it was, but the telecommunications guy, his his negator power activates, and then they're being attacked by Undecrease. Yes, but oh. Unluck did something, and I really don't know what. I mean, I'm assuming because Gina was there, she used Unchange and made it so that the air took the like tank shell and that the camp is fine. That that was how I took that. But, but Unluck has a sniper rifle, like she has shot un- unluckiness at somebody, and I don't know. I mean, maybe at the tank. I, I was really confused at the end there. I think she's going to do something, which is why she has a gun, but I think it was Gina was the one who saved the, the medical camp from exploding. That makes sense. Anything else on Undead Unluck? Nope. That takes us to Akata Badashi Story 50, Master's Desire, which voice actress person is back. Mm-hmm. She's also learning from the woman who wants her name passed on. Yes. And that's about it for this. I guess we also find out that Akati is going to learn from that master who turned her down before. Yep. 
which is exactly the development I expected. Yes. But that's about it. Anything you wanted to say on it? Nope. Very much just a things moving along sort of chapter. Yeah, which has been a lot of these chapters. Yep. That takes us to Blue Box number 89, Yumika, U Ellipsis. What did you think of <laughs> Blue Box, Kevin? I really liked this one. So I really liked Chie meeting back up with Yumika and like all this stuff going on around with that and the different stuff with like Taiki. So I, I really like this chapter, but I really like Chie just being like, Yumika, you never tell me anything. <laughs> yeah, you're weird. I like the beginning a lot where Chie's like, man, do you ever think of skipping practice, Taiki? He's like, oh yeah, all the time. But but then I think about you and I'm like, nah, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I think about future me being like, ah, oh, I'm Vegeta's son. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't let that happen. <laughs> yeah, but like even like... Even before it was really a crush thing when he was like, I think about you, like when he was like, well, I think about all the time you put in and it's yeah. like, well, if she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Next up is Elusive Samurai, Chapter 98, Hojo Peace 1335, which is basically just all the retainers being like, oh, yeah, he's like a famous king guy. Yeah. I No, I really like that. I really like at the end where it's like they all have the, you know, the look on their face and the editors notice like uh, the look on your face when you go to your friend's house and realize it's fucking huge. Yeah. What, you have a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis? <laughs> you must be the richest man in the world. <laughs> yep, I like that. I like... Well, that's that's like a world-renowned monk that he just like said hello to like he's neighbors with him. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? It's like, ah, oh, glad you're back here. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, it was good. Last but not least, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 166, Tsubome and Asa. What did you think of Mission Yuzakura family, Kevin? So the Yuzakura family is like, we must have plot, and Tsubume is like, no. <laughs> no, you need to fuck around for a few more cute chapters. <laughs> or longer. Plot, have a plot later. Yes, so I actually like that. Although at the end she leaves the plot under their pillow, so. Yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, it's a letter from their mother. It's a Yeah, it's a letter from their, their mother. So like I, I do like that, but I, I definitely loved the kind of like, no, no plot here. <laughs> yeah. Before we move on to Jump Card, I wanted to talk about some of the editorial stuff happening at Jump. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, the sudden cancellation of High School Family. Yeah. That surprised literally everyone. I, I would say even the writer didn't know this was the final chapter, except as fi strong final chapter energy. Yeah. Normally, like, we don't get it in America because they hate us, but usually there's messages and stuff like, hey, the final chapter is coming. And Occasionally, they put it in... Certain, th but yeah, I know what you mean. I literally no one knew High School Family was ending before. Yeah, before Shonen Jump was on the stands this week. Yep, and it felt feels really weird. Like for me, my long national nightmare is over. But yes, last chapter it didn't feel like we were about to end. No, even a little bit. And this chapter at the start, I was like, "Huh, it's weird. We're accelerating like this. I wonder if this. Oh, it's the final. Huh. Yep. And the ending felt super odd too. Like in a way that like if we it wasn't rushed, I could see ending the series like this. Yeah, it kind of had that Mary Poppins vibe of like, or not Mary Poppins. Well, sort of the. Uh, all right, I gotta go help. I gotta go help someone else now. But but we have this like weird spirit that's like, I uh, must find the next weird high school family. I'm like, where did you come come from? from? Yeah, it's like it. You know, it was like it was like the Mary Poppins vibe. Only if you didn't realize Mary Poppins was there. Yeah. the whole time. Yeah, and then she like popped out at the end and was like, "Hey, I've got to go find the next kid." Like, wait, who are you? I'm more, I appreciate, but then like they don't show up for the rest of the chapter, right? We just no, they do. 
Do they? I thought we just changed perspectives. To... We change perspectives and we see the the weird little face spirit is there in one of the panels. I, I don't remember that, but I I, I remember I remember seeing her seeing it in the the girls' room. Where like, why do I have to go with a cyborg? It's an android, but you know. And Stone and Jump is a little full with twenty one series, but usually we know cancellations are coming because there are new series yep. showing up. So this felt extra out of the blue. Yeah. Also, people may be reading too much into this, but on the Japanese site for Shonen Jump, Hunter Hunter has been moved from serialized works to uh, completed works, hmm. which a lot of people are like, did Hunter Hunter get canceled and they didn't say anything? Yeah, that would be weird. Like, given all the problems it ha- has had. I'm just wondering if they're, they've maybe, they're maybe moving it to a different magazine in yeah. in Shueisha. That's yeah. the- because like the JoJo series are in there as well in yeah. completed works, even though they are at continuing at other companies. Yeah, so that's a possibility. I could totally see that where it's like, hey, I'm gonna go to a, a monthly release schedule, which you know I'll be able like the the artist will be able to handle. And this is also all happening the same week that One Piece is getting a new editor. Mm-hmm. Nothing weird at all about One Piece getting a new editor. But it does make me wonder if Upper is like making some weird changes all at once, or mm-hmm. if they, they are making changes and some of them are weird. Yep. Because One Piece getting a new editor, totally normal change. It's had like four or five. Dragon Ball had plenty during its time. Yep. But a whole bunch of stuff is changing, so I wanted to bring it up, especially because did the high school family thing seem weird to you? Yeah. Too? No, it did. And then also I was reading. Apparently, the main English translator for Cipher Academy has quit. Th- that a lot of people are saying saw, kind of saw that on the wall cypher academy seems just about untranslatable for some of the stuff i've been looking through yeah oh, which, which is something we speculated on already but there's been a lot of articles about it lately yeah so, but I, I was reading an article with like an interview with a guy and he was like not only is this just ridiculously difficult to do but i'm i don't like he was complaining about like the time so he's he's done ed, uh translator work for other stuff and he was like i used to get like the stage one drafts where they would literally like there wasn't art i would just get text so that i could start translating work and maybe i would have to change some stuff off on the final page but like i would have a bunch of like pre-time to work on translating this page but something like cypher academy where it's like yeah they kind of just hand it to me and there goes my whole fucking week yeah so yeah i wonder if we're going to see any more weird changes if we're going to see broad cancellations or anything is sort of a time for jump to make big moves i feel with both my hero and one piece being in their final arcs although like we keep saying one piece is going at least five more years at this yes final arc or no anything else you want to say on jump in general or shall we move on to jump card nope that's it Jump Guard is the segment where we rank everything each week from least favorite to favorite. 20 this week. So what do you have at number 20, Kevin? I have Ichigoki's under control at number 20. They time skipped technically three, two years. I found that kind of funny. I, I'm not sure if we're going anywhere with that or not. But like that aspect of it is what put it higher for me. 
Okay, I just hated it because it was like it seems like the the manga has forgotten its premise that they're trying to fix themselves. I really wonder if it's on they, the chopping block. Yeah, for, that, that's but, I'm wondering as well because it's like all right, so they're trying to fix themselves, and they spent two years not doing that. Well, I mean. I, I see where you're coming from, but we only saw bits of the years, right? There could have been plenty of failed attempts in there. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, what's the point of having this weird time? Like, time skip should make sense. It You shouldn't have a ticking clock of, like, I'm trying to get this thing done and then do a time skip. And then, like, no, I, I, nothing, I got nothing accomplished in that, too. I, we did some, uh, like, they didn't even do training. It was, like, literally just because, for the joke, this guy only showed up once a season and they wanted to have him battle several times. Yeah. I mean, it would not surprise me at all if we went back next week or if we keep going forward either way. Yeah. So it didn't really bother me. I have Black Clover at 20. See previous statements on Black Clover about why are we yes. doing this arc? What What are we even here for? What do you have at 19, Kevin? I have Cypher Academy at 19. Oh, yeah. Now, apparently, the classic trope of this one girl is now part of the nobility of future Japan. And she's weirdly all about butts. Yes, that. So, as a punishment game, she made the other girl me- has to mention butt or ass ten times a day. I, I do wonder if that's another weird translate or probably cultural thing more than translation thing. But it did seem odd to me too. I mean, it, it was just like the. It wasn't super odd. I think it was a little bit of a cultural thing. I was like, okay, so like you know, just somebody pointing out like why why are you so into butts? But it's just like oh yeah, and then here's this. Like, I already thought we had the snooty rich girl, and now here's an even snootier <laughs> rich girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm part of the I'm part of the landed gentry. There's landed gentry in cyber Japan? I mean, of course there is, Kevin, but... Not landed gentry. Like, I thought they were going... You were, you know, like, this one girl was like, oh, I'm the... I'm like the scion of this tech conglomerate, yeah. which is where I thought cyber Japan would be going. Why did they revert to go have landed gentry again? Oh, uh, you see, North Japan is all about the landed gentry. South Japan is all about the techno future. <laughs> so. And never the twain shall meet. Uh, I have high school family at 19. Okay. Super weird final chapter, like we already talked about, but also it just relies on the joke it always does. Of It's weird all these people are in... In high, high school. school, yeah. Which I guess go out how you came in, but yeah, I it went a bit higher for me because it was like, all right, well, it's ended. So yeah, it's our long national nightmare. Is yes. Over. What do you have at eighteen? That's where I mean Robico. I remember the the cover page was like they've sold a million copies or something like that, and part of me is like, oh god, no. Uh, and we're, we're never rid of me and Robico. I know. And then the other thing is like you know just a bunch of gags that like I don't care about. I, the gags worked for me. We're okay. making fun of shonen manga. Uh, that's like, fair. The, no, fight, shoot me anyway, Roboco. That kind of works for me. And the, oh, remember how that beam doesn't affect living creatures? And Roboco is like, oh, how did you survive? Like that <laughs> yeah, sort okay. of worked. I got Cypher Academy here. Gotcha. I also just found the beat of the chapter weird. And like, I get the, oh, I'm supposed to set the challenge. But like, that's kind of a cool advancing beat. And oh. they didn't do anything with it. I also remember now the, uh, the fucking, it starts off uh, in the middle and then does a flashback and even calls out that, like, that's a stupid way to set up a flashback of, like, it starts off with him storming down the hallway. Yeah. And then it cuts back to why he's angry and storming down the hallway. And, I'm like, that's just stupid. Yeah. What do you have at 17? 17 is where I put Witch Watch. Same. It did not work for me at all. No. And also, like, I get in universe we're in Japan, we're at Halloween. 
and like that's in the holiday that would make sense to celebrate here. But it feels really weird to have a Halloween chapter in February. It's it also seems weird because the reason that they're bringing that up is because they're reminding people about the deadline. But we've had two chapters of the crossover event. So it's kind of weird to have a crossover event and then be like, hey, remember, like we've got, you know, just a little bit more time left before like the this new thing's going to happen. I don't know. I think that's appropriate because we just had like something completely distracting us from it. That's the I sort guess. of thing Mission Yuzakura family would do. I guess. What do you have at 16? 16 is where I put King and Gluna. This guy's trying to summon a demon. Sure is. And then the one lady is like, dark magic has a price. What do you pay for your price? And the main character is like, huh? I mean, that's already been set up. So Yeah, but it was just I just like the like she just doesn't say anything. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's intentional. So and that's I, I'm fair. more okay with that. I got Ichigoki here. Liked it a little more than you. Didn't I got love you. it. What do you have at fifteen? Fifteen is where I put Fabricant One Hundred. Same, uh, exactly as planned. Only not nearly as cool as Zinch going exactly as planned. So yeah. whatever. Yeah, and like I really don't like head of weird organization. Head, yeah, head of organiza- organization yeah. as a concept. Yeah, yeah. not into it. Mm-hmm. What do you have at fourteen? Fourteen is where I put High School Family because it's it's done. I like as stupid as it is. I like the idea that it's this like weird spirit that's trying to help kids through high school by making them go through awkward experiences i I like that too it just came out of it came out of nowhere so i was like that's a kind of cool concept and if that had shown up anywhere before this started that would have been fine or if this chapter was about that character yeah now that it's over right i would also yeah if it had been completely focused on it and so like we still could have seen basically most of the same chapter but instead focused on his perspective or its perspective of changing this new kid's life to they have to go with their android brother yeah i got glinka and gluna here okay he's trying to summon a demon okay (laughs) what do you have at 13 13 is where i put the peas dada get in a car crash and used the tragedy to beat the otogami's father by default though Sort of. He did, like, he did concede, yes. basically. So it was like, you could say by default, but it wasn't by default in, like, he didn't, you know. He didn't the, show up. He didn't show up. He was, it was, also he was the there and just went, oh, okay, and left. Like, I, that's some kind of victory. Yes, for sure. But it's not a direct. They no. both get over. Nobody looks bad in that. Yes. I got me and Robico here. Okay. Like I said, the jokes actually worked for me this week. Okay. What do you got at 12? That's where I put Tokyo Demon Bread. He's going to go to the spirit realm. It's very Ooh. Bleach vibes, huh? Yes. I was like, oh, it's it's Bleach o'clock in this manga? I see. Yes, I need to go to the spirit I need to go to the spirit realm. And save my girlfriend. <laughs> Who's not my girlfriend. Yeah. Listen, you've been but having an illicit relationship. This- We're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet. But who did oh. introduce me to this weird spiritual world. So. Yes. Yeah. I got Mission Yuzakura family here. Okay. It just, like you said, is kind of a weird non-starter, which I'm kind of used to mm. and not a huge fan of. Yeah. What do you got at 11? 11 is where I put Black Clover. I just kind of like the idea that the Shogun gave up his magical powers to get the all-seeing eye. I thought that he was kind of cool. He did do an Odin. You're yep. right. But I don't care about that. That's fair. Uh, it's not super high for me, but I you know, I like Black Clover a lot more than you do. And I was like, all right, that was pretty neat. Uh, that's where I have Tokyo Demon Bride. Okay. Story. Mm-hmm. A clock. Bleach a clock. <laughs> bleach a clock now. Bleach a clock. <laughs> what do you have at 10? Uh, 10 is where I put My Hero. 
more of this my hero hey people are showing up and we should get excited and i was like it would be cool if they showed up and i like the the wind only blows the way i say it from wind yeah. guy but also we just had people showing up and- yeah it's it's really kind of piling on of like you know it's kind of like that since we just watched the marvel movies uh or a marvel movie it's kind of like that scene in avengers endgame when everybody shows up and it's like but that realize, scene rules <laughs> that well that scene rules because it's like a couple of them show up and then everybody shows up this would be like if five of them showed up and another five of them showed up and another five of them and like rather than like everybody being there and you're just like oh look at how cool everyone is like it's like here's the guardians of the galaxy and then here comes Captain, you know, yeah, like you need to make us feel like there's no way they could possibly win before the people yes. show up. Instead, they're like, oh, no, I guess Hawks might die. I think that would be reasonable for this story. Oh, wait, no, he got saved by a girl who's simping for him. Yep. I have a dead in luck here, though, because okay. like I said, I'm like, what? what? I, Fair. I think I get it. <laughs> what do you have at nine? Uh, nine is where I put Ichinose family. This is kind of interesting. Like, the, this is a weird mystery. And like. I find it weird that we as the audience already know that that's his like niece or yes. something. Like I, I don't but, remember but if do it's, we know like, cause I know what you're saying that was already told to us. Yes. But like, she's having other memories. So like, has the world been changed in a weird way? So he thinks that's true, but it wasn't a fair in the main in the, world, in the main world or whatever. Yeah, that's true. There's so. lots of like depth to the mystery. Yeah. I so think that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's, it's still really cool. So I'm, I'm interested now. Finally, that word, we've kind of moved away from the the weird sex worker thing sex worker thing that one was really bad and then the, the super bullying like the super bullying was what really got me the sex worker thing i was more fine with yeah but yeah i got the peas here okay yeah nothing where to say on it though mm-hmm. what do you got at eight eight is where i put mission yozakura uh super said no plot go away p.s here's some plot <laughs> Eight is where I have my hero. Okay. Because I did think like the moment itself worked. It's just like LeBrava just showed up and Gentle, Gentle just showed, showed up. up. And I feel like someone showed Nagant showed up right Nagant, before them. Yeah, Nagant showed up right before them. And it's like, oh, hey, the rest of these kids. And it's like, oh, hey, remember these guys from the hero exam arc? And I like, mean, yes, but. They have to show up where the hero exam arc means nothing in the same way Gentle had to show up. But like, I care so much less about like, when the guy should show up to save Bakugo and or Todoroki, ideally both of them, because he has a connection with them. Yes. Kami should do something with Toga because of her connection to her. Mm-hmm. Instead, they just show up to save Hawks? Yep. What do you have at seven? Uh, seven is where I put Undead and Unluck. I was less confused, and I was like, all right, cool. This this seems interesting. Uh, seven's where I have Elusive Samurai. Okay. I did like the joke of it, but it is just kind of another quick beat. I got you. What do you have at number six? That's where I put Sakamoto Days. You know, I, all right, cool. We're going into this flashback. This is neat. Uh, six is where I have each and say family. Okay. What do you have at five? Five is where I put Mashal. Same. Um, <laughs> Mashal dies. Yeah, I do love that his heart is ripped out, but then he keeps fighting. Because, yep. Well, I guess you can, like, survive for three minutes, but, like, you're fighting me like a shonen character. Like, <laughs> yep. That's ridiculous. And then I love that Mashal's final words is, I never got to try that new cream puff flavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even everyone else being like, those are your final words? Yeah. What do you got at number four? Four is where I put a Kanabanashi. Um, You know, it's it's moving stuff along, but in a cool direction. Yeah. I have Blue Box there. Okay. I thought the beginning was really, really good, and I like the confrontation at the end. I gotcha. A lot of the middle's just fine. What do you have at three? Three is where I put the Elusive Samurai. I just, I kind of liked the joke of like, oh yeah, right, this guy's a lord. <laughs> like... 
Oh, that's where I was talking about days. I really like the trade fight okay. between the three characters in the flashback. We didn't even talk much about it because it doesn't do anything to the story. Yep. It's really just to establish where we are in time. Yeah. But Sakamoto Day's fights are pretty good. They this are, one yeah. was one of the better ones. What do you have at number two? Number two is where I put One Piece. You know, some more cool stuff, like you said. Uh, 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 some of the ending panels are pretty great. So uh, I'm excited. I'm interested to see what's going to happen next because the Seraphim aren't listening to the Vegapunk clones. Yeah, and like they are like, oh, that could only mean Vegapunk made this order, which yep. adds to the mystery of like what's going on. What's going there. on with Vegapunk and uh, Bonnie? Uh, so yeah, it's and is it like I'm having a because I thought the elders overrode the clones as well, if I remember in the hierarchy. So yeah, I'm, but I think they would have to physically be there, and they probably aren't. They oh, probably aren't. But that and, I mean that could be. And I believe Sentamaro outranks them, and he gave the order to help. Yeah, so I'm wondering what exactly, you know, it's it's an interesting mystery. Yeah. I have a Katabadashi at number two. Okay. I really like the voice actress showing back up. Mm-hmm. I like the talk about passing down names. Yep. And, like, even though it is a beat, I like the direction we're going. What do you have at number one? I have Blue Box at number one. I just really liked that bit at the end with the conversation between Chia and, I forget her name already. But uh, her friend, where it's like, man, you never tell me anything. Yeah, you're just like, I quit basketball. Drama. Yep. And then you're like, you have a boyfriend. You suck. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, like, it's kind of that level of like, we just need to communicate better. Like, you could have told me that you were feeling this way and maybe I could have done something about it rather than you just fucking vanishing. Just and then tell me there's mo- a tiny warlord. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then just being more pissed at me for some reason, like, I can't believe you don't understand how I feel. It's because you don't tell anyone how you feel. I have one piece at number one. Okay. In addition to all the stuff we, you talked about, I really like the tiny character moments with Robin and Nami. Yes. When the- I was like, unlimited diamonds. <laughs> like, I, I don't care that you didn't mind these out of the earth. Why, why would I care about that? Yep. And Robin be like, mm, I just assumed they were dismembered body parts. That's a regular thing, right? <laughs> all right. Anything else on Shannon Jump, Kevin? Nope. All righty. We read Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Volume 2, and we'll talk about that after the break. So if I recall, I was more of a fan of Volume 1 than you were. I think you were. I continue to like Kaguya-sama, but I think it reads really poorly in volume format. Yeah, it definitely, it reading it so quickly makes it feel like I like I was going like, how much longer can this go on? And the answer is two, over 200 chapters. Yeah, I, I saw that. And I was like, how does this, like... I, I kind of want to know. I was like, they can't be doing the same gag 200 chapters. Like, there's just no way. I'm pretty sure more characters show up. I, I think like, more even, characters show up as well. There's like a post, like, quick. there's a, like, quick story at the end of the volume, like, yeah. the collected version, and there's a guy character in it, and there's a joke about, why are you introducing a new male character in a romance series? What's he going to do? Makes yep. no sense. So I think it might get some more depth there. I read how it ends, too, because I was just curious. And mm-hmm. so, and that led me to believe this does just go on for... 200 chapters but i think if we were reading this if this was just a thing that showed up in shonen jump every week it would always rank fairly high because it's different yeah and i think like one chapter of this a week is probably really the way to do it yeah because it's so dense and so similar but like the characters are consistent and like the jokes work but they are like you said very repetitive 
and if and like while occasionally one story will be continued in the next chapter there's not like an ongoing story that makes you want to read a whole volume no it's kind of flirtation of the week yeah it's, it's very episodic mon- yeah as opposed to monster of the week and which is fine I was noticing uh, in this volume specifically, Kageyasama loses a lot until yes. like the final two chapters. I, well, I literally have a note that says Kaguya loses a lot right yep. before those chapters, and I think it's just kind of coincidence. Of I think it is too, because like they both lose a couple of those chapters, but it just you know she kind of ended up losing a bunch, and I was just kind of like, oh, is he not going to lose much? I mean, you know, I, again, it's it's whatever. It's mostly, I think, because this chapter or this volume focuses on Kaguya a lot. I and usually so. the character that ends up being the focus is the one who loses is kind of the thing. Yes. Because the whole joke is about how extreme teenage feelings are. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the jokes really work. I like the one where they're doing cosplay and they're both like, oh, my God, my love interest in cat ears. Yeah. How, how is this? Uh, how does this work? So, you know, like, how does why does this work so hard on me? Yeah. And then the sex naivety one, we're like, yeah, of course, I kiss people all the time. What else would I, yeah, I did it? Mean? Yeah, I did it with my nephew when he was just born a little while ago, and he's like, "That's when they're finally like, wait a minute, <laughs> you do it with your dog? I do not." <laughs> like, wait, no, this is what they mean. He's like, "I thought that was illegal." <laughs> it was pretty great. Yeah, and like lots of the little jokes work but like i said i think this would be a lot better if we were getting it once a week in part again because it's almost as dense as bakuman because it's so interested in the character's personal feelings every panel has a big thing of text yep and while that works it gets exhausting reading it as a whole volume or at least that's how i found it yes because unlike bakuman it's not a continuous story so it's like this is not a like a you know, this is a, I wouldn't want to binge watch a uh, sitcom. No. I think is the, like, sitcoms are meant to be watched week to week. And this is a very similar thing of, like, this is just not something I want to read in a giant chunk. The, like, again, there's certain things that stick out, but a lot of it is just like, okay, then there was this joke, and then they basically did the same thing again, and then the same thing again, and then the same thing again, and then a slight variation. Yeah. I do like when the French student shows up and the principal is like, yeah, attack him as much as you can. We'll see if he's uh, able to stand it. And he just doesn't speak French. French yeah. And Kaguya-san is like, excuse me, you need to die. <laughs> you said what about my man? <laughs> yeah. And then I do like in the little bonus story about about that specifically, which is like, I can't believe I said that to somebody. Oh, my God. Uh, and he was like, listen, it's fine. I don't understand French. I don't know what you said anyway. <laughs> And like that is a little arc, which makes me think we might this series might start transitioning into more arc based stories. Mm-hmm. And like I said, my speculation is that new characters show up to have those arcs yep. about them, and then these characters can stay mostly static. Yes, and be pieces to bounce off of because they're already doing that a little with like the woman who comes like, "Hey, I need help breaking up." Yeah, yeah. So uh, I do agree. So again, it's fine, and I can I can read the whole thing, but probably not going to do it all in one sitting. No, no. I do want to read this again sometime, but like not necessarily soon. So yeah. We will see. Anything else you want to say about Volume 2 of Kaguya-sama Love is War? I wonder how the anime is, because it's very popular. And I wonder if this works well in an anime format, if like the jokes are just snappier. Because adapting comedy is difficult because of timing. Yeah, I'm wondering. I, I could see it working fairly well. Uh, you could probably get like a couple of different of these love things happening. So like, especially if you could make it work out like that, they both lose during the episode kind of thing. Like 
focus on Kaguya-sama, she loses, swap back over to Shionoma, and then he loses, and then the episode ends. Yeah, I th- I can uh, see that working I, really well. Yep. And then, uh, again, as a watching it as a weekly thing would probably land a lot better than trying to binge watch this thing of like, yeah, I've just been watching them awkwardly flirt at one another for like six hours, and it's getting old. Which is usually my thing. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. That just leaves us with personality power level, then. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the top is my favorite love interest, Homura Akemi. At the bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka, who should be nobody's love interest. Mm-hmm. In the middle, I have to do math. In the middle, we have Jonathan Joestar, who seems very middling. Uh, we have Kaguya already on here, so the ma- the male character of uh, Shiragane makes sense to add on. I don't sure. think he's as good as Kaguya, personally. No. <laughs> How do we think he cares to Ichigo from Bleach? Slightly better? Yeah, I would agree. What about Puck from Berserk? As weird of a... As weird... Eh. We don't have a lot of people to compare. I, that's this, totally fair. Between the two. Is it worse than Puck? Okay. Probably worse than Queen Barrel from Sailor Moon? Sure. How does he compare to Takeshi Hagono, the first common writer? Favorably? Yeah, I think slightly above. Okay. So he will... So, uh, let me see. Miyuki Shirogane goes at number 119, above Takeshi Hongo, and below Queen Barrel. All right. And that'll do it for this week. Join us next week when we're going to read Haikyuu Volume 22, because mm-hmm. I didn't forget it's a new month next week. Yep. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist Fight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is my website where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games, as well as older episodes of this show if you want to see what we thought about Kaguya-sama Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you'd like to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Gotta stop.